Hi, everybody. John Harris here with you. My pal Billy Smith is still going to be out due to a couple of medical things, but he will be back uh, soon. We're hoping for next week. Uh, he's uh, on top of what else he had. He's fighting a flu bug, too. So uh, kind of a cold or respiratory thing. So it's it's hard for him to talk. He did send me his picks. We'll go over a quick review and go over this week's picks for week 11 of the NFL right here from the cheap seats. Before we do that, I want to go ahead and acknowledge and thank our sponsor. Uh, that would be my friend Dennis Ingraldi from Vineland Realty Corporation. They are at 634 East Landis Avenue in Vineland, New Jersey. Their phone number 856-690-9482. Uh, for all of your real estate needs, whether they're business, whether they're residential, anything you need, uh, in the South Jersey area, or even outside of it, if you get a hold of Dennis and his folks, they can certainly help you. They have all kinds of resources where they'll be able to help you with that real estate need. So that's Vineland Realty Corporation, 634 East Landis Avenue, Vineland, New Jersey. Make sure you talk to uh, either Helen or somebody from the staff there or my pal Dennis and let them know that you uh, were uh, sent in from the public, John, or from the cheap seats. And that's how you heard about us. And uh, let them know, again, their phone number, 856-690-9482. And we thank Dennis and his folks for helping us out with all the Public John uh, uh, programs and shows. And we thank them immensely, more than they could imagine. Um, we are very grateful. Uh, but let's get right to week 11. A couple of surprises. Uh, but Bill and I also had great weeks. Bill had an especially tremendous week. Uh 11 and three with the odds 11 and three straight up with his picks as well over under eight and eight. So he didn't lose you any money either, but the important ones, um, especially the, uh, over, uh, the, uh, picks against the spread 11 and three, a great week for Billy. So, uh, keep pushing pal. That was great. No pushes there by bill. Actually, he caught me, I believe, and passed me. I was nine and five. I thought I was 10 and four, but I went back and looked at everything and actually found nine and five. So Bill beat me last week by two games on straight picks. I was also nine and five against the uh, spread and uh, nine and five against over under. So totals, that brings us to Bill is 85 and 61 on straight up picks, uh, just straight up picking the right team. Against the spread, he's 71 and 59 for a 55.6% uh, ratio. Uh, climbed up a lot since uh, the beginning, and uh, we've we've caught Vegas as well. And actually, if you think about it, we're picking against Vegas's numbers every time we pick. So we really beat Vegas every time we're right. So that's great. And over under. Bill, Bill struggled a little bit, but he gained some ground this past week, I believe. Uh, no, actually, he didn't. He had a tough week there. 64-71 uh, with a push uh, for the season. He's at 47%, but that's 3% higher than he was a couple weeks ago. He's he's getting there slowly but surely. Um, I am 87-48 and 48 with... Uh, uh, straight up picks, which is 64%. So just one team against the other um, uh, doing pretty well. Odds, though, 71 and 61, 54.2%. So I'm right with Bill, but he he got me this week. Uh, he actually passed me. Uh, it looks like by 
technically a full game, two half games, if you want, with the pushes and everything. Uh, we both have the same amount of wins, but I have two extra losses. Um, and over under, I am doing okay, 65 and 65 pushes at 52%. So overall, we're neck and neck as far as uh, against the spread. And uh, uh, Bill's gaining on me uh, against the picks, and he's gaining on me. He's only what, two games out, and uh, he's gaining on me on over-under slowly but surely. So we're there with Vegas. We're right there. Uh, and that, and the only reason we had the numbers that we had, even though they're still pretty good, uh, we did – there were a couple surprises last week. Uh I think I had picked an upset pick that looked like I was going to win on Thursday night football. And then at the last minute, Carolina kind of, um, uh, I would say, dropped the ball. But they didn't really fumble. They just couldn't get it in the end zone. Uh, or they would have won, and I would have won my uh, uh, very first game of oh, Thursday night. Uh, for the week, I would have won the first game. But not to be, and Billy took the Bears. They hung on, so Bear, Billy got that win. And it was by more than three and a half. Uh, so he got the win there as well. Uh, I'm taking a look to see. We both took Indy and the under, and we both won that one. Uh, last week, not this past Thursday, but last week, we both took Cincinnati and both lost Houston winning. Uh, and uh, neither one of us took Houston to cover the spread either. The only thing that either one of any of us won at that is I won the over on the point spread. Uh, last minute when Houston scored a touchdown. Um, Cleveland and Baltimore, uh, Bill took Cleveland, won it, and won the over. I took Baltimore, obviously lost, uh, had the over, but lost uh, the game. Baltimore losing to Cleveland last week in an upset. Uh, I took Jacksonville to upset the Niners at the last minute. I changed it to Jacksonville, and that was a bad move. I also took the under. That was a bad move. Bill won uh, with San Francisco, though he took the over. Oh, I took the over, and so did Bill, and we both lost on the over. But Bill won the game and against the spread by taking the Niners. Uh, Cleveland-Pittsburgh, we both took the Steelers against – or it wasn't Cleveland, it was Green Bay-Pittsburgh. We both took the Steelers, and we both won there, except I did take the over 39 points uh, – or I took the under 39 points and lost that. Uh, that was a risk. Actually, 39 points is a low combined total in the NFL, but I took a shot at it and um, was wrong. So Bill got that one. Uh, we both took Minnesota across the board against New Orleans and the over and won that. We swept it. Uh, we both took Tampa Bay to win and cover the point spread. We both got that, but we both took the over against Tennessee, and uh, that did not pan out. There weren't enough points to beat 38 and a half. Who would believe that? Um, again, low for the NFL. Uh, we both took Detroit to beat the Chargers. Uh, though it was a very close game, we both were right on, and we both uh, won the over-under across the board. So we both uh, took that one. Atlanta, Arizona. I took Arizona, who won on behind Kyler Murray, and I took the over uh, of 43.5. Bill took Atlanta and the under, so that one he bit the bullet on a little bit. Uh Dallas and the Giants, you know, wins across the board with the over. Uh, Washington, Seattle, again, uh, wins across the board, except I took under on the points and lost that as Seattle had a pretty big day uh, beating Washington. 
New York and Vegas, the Jets and the Raiders. I took the Jets and lost. The Raiders won. Bill took them, and you had the Raiders across the board, and you took the under. We both took the under 36 points, a real low-scoring game because that's one where we did both win, even though it was only 36 points. And last but not least, who knew? We both took Buffalo and the over. I took the under. I apologize. And and I that's the only thing either of us won on that game is Buffalo lost to Denver. Uh and of all things, they lost. Uh, we both would have lost the point spread. But of all things to lose on Buffalo was execution when uh, Buffalo had 12 guys on the field for Denver's first game-winning field goal try. Um, got caught with 12 on the field, when the, and the kicker had missed the kick. Uh, of course, they got to try it again as an untimed down and made it. Uh, and that's how Buffalo lost that game. Uh, but we both would have lost the point spread anyway. Uh, so there you have it for the week. Uh, like we said, Bill was 11 and three with picks and against the spread. I was nine and five against the picks and the spread. Let's get to this week. Uh, there are some uh, news situations. First, Cincinnati and Baltimore already played Thursday. We had sent the pick in on Facebook, and hopefully you guys all saw that. Um, I took the over 46 and a half, and I took Baltimore. Bill took Cincinnati. The injury to Joe Burrow killed uh, a lot of people, not just in the game, but some fantasy people. Bill was one of them. He had a choice which quarterback to take, and he took Burrow. And, uh, of course, Burrow getting hurt uh, in the first half of that game, and that was pretty much it for Cincinnati. Um, they scored some points, but it wasn't enough, obviously, to overcome the loss of Joe Burrow, who is uh, – going to have surgery and is probably out for the season. I think he is out for the season on his throwing wrist. Uh, NFL's investigating to see if he was hurt pregame uh, before the game. It should have been on the injury report, but let's face it. Nothing's going to come out of that except maybe a big fine draft picks, both, whatever. But uh, what else can you do? He did have some kind of wrap or something on his hand when he got off the plane. And then when he was coming into the stadium, so was he hurt beforehand or not? That's something the NFL is going to try to determine. Uh, and let's face it, that's got a lot to do with money now because the NFL is uh, pretty much, I don't want to use the term in bed, but uh, uh, but uh, they have a relationship, let's just say, with uh, uh, all the betting outlets out there, all the legal ones. And of course, the illegal ones, illegal ones already, they've existed for years, but but now you've got DraftKings and FanDuel and all these folks that uh, uh, are out there. So Caesar's uh, Palace book. So, you know, um, they might spank them a little bit, might spank them hard if they find something out. But it doesn't matter. The game was affected, obviously, by the injury. And that ends it for uh, uh, Cincinnati and, and ends their chances of having a quarterback and probably ends their chances at making the postseason. They were in the hunt. Um, but now they're going to start a rookie quarterback uh, Sunday, this Sunday, week 11. So uh, Chicago and Detroit this week, the Lions are picked by seven and a half, the 48 over under. Bill took Detroit to win the game. He took Chicago to cover the seven and a half point spread in the over 48. I took Detroit across the board. I think it's going to be under only because I think Chicago is going to have a hard time scoring. It wouldn't surprise me if it's like 35 to three uh, or 31 to 10. 
Uh, so I think Detroit's going to win, and I think they're going to cover, but I don't think the point spread, or uh, yeah, the over-under, I don't think is going to quite get there. I think Detroit will handle business, even though Justin Fields is playing again. He is starting at quarterback for the Bears this Sunday, but I don't know if it'll be enough of a difference. Dallas and Carolina. Dallas picked by 10.5. The point spread is 42.5. Bill and I both took the over. We both took Dallas to win the game. Bill thinks Carolina might cover that 10.5, and, and it is a big spread, but I still don't think so. Carolina is just awful this year. Awful. Um, uh, they they don't have weapons for their new young quarterback, and until they do, they're in trouble, and they don't have a good offensive line. He's running around for his life. So, uh, I think Dallas is going to win. I think they're going to cover, and I think it's going to be over 42-and-a-half for the same reason uh, I think the Giants or uh, the Detroit will cover is against the Bears. I think it's just Dallas is just too much for Carolina. Um, Vegas goes to Miami this week, 46-point over under. Miami is picked by 13-and-a-half. Bill and I are on the same page here saying Miami will win the game. Vegas will cover 13 and a half. It's a big spread. We both think it'll be over 46 combined points. Uh, so we're on the same page there. Arizona, Houston. Uh, we both did the same thing. We both picked Houston to win the game. Arizona to cover the point spread of six. And it's a 48 point over under. Uh, and we both, I know I'm taking the over there, uh, the under there. Um, Bill took the over. I think 48 is a bit high. So I took the under there. Uh, Tennessee goes to Jacksonville. Jacksonville picked by seven. Let's take a look here at uh, the over-under is 39 and a half. Bill and I both took the over. Bill thinks Tennessee will cover the seven points and Jacksonville will win. I don't see Tennessee covering the seven points. I could be wrong there, but I think Jacksonville across the board for me, uh, winning the game and uh, beating the point spread. Giants in Washington, eight and a half point spread. Washington is picked by. Uh, Bill takes Washington to win the Giants to cover and under 37 and a half. I take Washington to win, Washington to cover the spread and over uh, the 37 and a half, which just seems low to me for an NFL game. But we could be, I could be wrong again. Giants aren't going to score much. That's the only thing. They also are starting a, a rookie quarterback. Their first and second string quarterbacks are out both for the season. So uh, it looks like Tommy DeVito is starting again. Instead of making sandwiches on Staten Island, he's going to have to play quarterback. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Cleveland's picked by one and a half. Bill has Cleveland winning the game. Pittsburgh covering. That's tough one and a half. Uh, to me, it's almost like you either pick one or the other, but Bill's very good at this. So, um, uh, as far as uh, even the low one and a half points. So, uh, and he's taking the over 33. I'm taking the over 33 as well, but I think Pittsburgh will win the game and I think they'll cover. Um, so it's a, obviously a, an upset pick, but I don't see it. Cleveland is uh, starting a rookie as well because Watson's out for the season, uh, having a, a fracture in his shoulder that's going to require surgery. Uh, even though he played the rest of the game with it, it's something they said they knew was wrong. And uh, when they had him x-rayed uh, and then an MRI confirmed the x-ray that uh, he's had a broken bone in his throwing shoulder. It's going to need surgery. Like we said, he may have already even had it by now, uh, but he is out for the rest of the season. 
so that's another reason I'm taking Pittsburgh across the board. Chargers go to Green Bay. The L.A. Chargers, uh, they are picked by three with an over-under of 44 points. Uh, Bill's going on the over. He's picking the Chargers win the game, Green Bay to cover. I don't see Green Bay covering. It's And that's why Bill and I do this. We have different reasons uh, and different ways to look at it. Um, after watching them, I don't think Green Bay will score enough points. Uh, it'll be an over contest. But I think it's the Chargers across the board. I think they'll beat Green Bay by more than three. I hate three on a cover. I hate three on a point spread because it, it, a field goal is a push, you know, if you even if uh, your team wins. So I don't like three. It's like a tie, kissing your sister or whatever. But uh, we're going uh, – uh, I'm going Chargers across the board. Bill's going Chargers win Green Bay to cover. Uh, Tampa Bay, San Francisco. Uh, it is the first of the afternoon. No, it's not neither. I I, I think it's the first of the afternoon games. Uh, Tampa Bay will face the Niners in San Francisco, technically Santa Clara. Uh, the Buccaneers uh, are supposed to lose by more than 12. Uh, 41 and a half is the point spread. Bill has the Niners winning Tampa Bay covering in the over. And I took the same exact thing. So I think San Francisco is going to route them, but I don't think they'll route them by more than 12. Um, Jets at Buffalo. It looks like, uh, let me see. Buffalo's picked by seven. It's a low 39 and a half point uh, uh, over under. Uh, we both did the same thing and took Buffalo to win the Jets to cover and over 39 and a half. Uh, though I think it'll be very tight as far as that seven-point coverage. Um, I think Buffalo is going to win by eight or more. So it's it's close. I originally had the under, but I changed my mind this morning. And I'm going to go with the over. And then it'll probably be under, and I'll have to smack myself in the head with a brick. But, hey, you know, we do what we do. Uh, Seattle and the Rams, the last of the late afternoon games. Uh, in L.A., of course, the Seahawks are favored to win by only one. Bill took the Rams and the under, the under over under is 46 points. I took Seattle and the under across the board. Uh, also with the under 46. Uh, I'm not so certain on the under part. Uh, Matthew Stafford is back for the Rams. He will start. Um, and they have Carson Wentz as their backup. I believe I know he, he was signed. I think he's going to be their backup. Uh, and that way, if Stafford gets hurt, they feel like they're bringing in an NFL quarterback. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Sunday night football, Minnesota and Denver. Denver is picked by two. This surprised me. I know Denver's defense has gotten a lot better. It is in Denver. But, I mean, they're discounting the Josh Dobbs factor. I mean, he's won two in a row. He's won them pretty big. I don't see Denver having a lot of offensive weapons. They got a couple. Minnesota's defense is a little shaky, but Dobbs has some weapons too. And I, and, and he's shown that he can adapt. He's a very smart young man. He's got good wheels, makes big plays. I say, give the kid a chance. I'm going to ride him till he loses. Uh, so I'm taking Minnesota across the board in the over 42 and a half. Bill's taking Denver to win the game. Minnesota to cover the, the two point spread. Um, that two points is again, if it's under three, I, it is Denver at home. 
that usually means the home team got three points in the in the figuring up. Uh, neutral site, you would say Minnesota by a point. It's almost like a pick 'em game, but I'm taking Minnesota to win by more than two. And the big game of the week that everybody's talking about, Monday night football, Philadelphia goes to Kansas City. This game's going to suck for me because, again, like the Super Bowl, I am a fan of both teams. I grew up near Philly, so you grew up an Eagles fan. But when you had two distinct leagues in the AFL, I was also a Kansas City Chiefs fan ever since I was a kid um, as well. So this this game sucks. I've been a diehard fan for both for years. Uh, last Super Bowl was really actually tough to watch. I found myself rooting for both offenses all the time. Whenever one had the ball, I was hoping that one would go in and score. Um, just as a rooting fan. But I'm looking at it objectively. I really am. I'm trying to look at it as though uh, it's uh, my heart's not involved in the decision. I would say I really can't. Somebody's asked me if they ever had to play each other. They used to ask me, who would you root for? And I always said it was very tough. And I found out last year it was very tough. I never thought in my lifetime I'd see the Chiefs and Eagles playing a Super Bowl. Uh, almost didn't because I'm an old bastard, but it, they didn't quite wait until I kicked off. So <laughs> kicked off, get it, football show. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, Chiefs, Eagles. Over, under, we both went under the 45 and a half. But I'm going to go ahead here. My initial was over. Then I changed it to under. I'm going to change it right now. And now I'm stuck with it because it's we're on, uh, we're on recorded and everything. I'm going to go with the over. So Bill and I will differ on that. He has the under 45 and a half. It is two good defenses, but uh, the offenses are both pretty good too. So Bill is picking the Chiefs to win, the Eagles to cover the two and a half point spread. So I guess he's thinking, you know, um, it's going to be close. Chiefs maybe kick a field goal in the end to win it, or the Eagles could kick a field goal in the end and not quite get it to win. Uh, but he's picking the Eagles to cover. I, and this hurts, but it would hurt either way if I had to pick the other way. I really think the Chiefs are going to win it. Uh, that point spread is going to be barely beaten. I think it could be like 27-24 kansas city uh one team is seven and two the chiefs the eagles are eight and one so uh again one loss and that was one they probably shouldn't have lost philly the chiefs had one game that, uh the opener they could have won they shouldn't have lost to denver so uh both of them had a letdown game i think the chiefs defense is a touch better just a touch better than the philly offense and philly is without dallas goddard their starting tight end that hurts them i i really do believe that hurts them um hurts them in the running game it hurts them in having that outlet uh goddard similar to a travis kelsey nobody is travis kelsey but similar in the fact that he'll find a spot get open fight uh for yards and uh uh, always 
give an outlet for Jalen Hurts to go to if somebody else can't get open. That being said, Hurts still does have A.J. Brown, maybe the best receiver in the league right now, one of them at least. Uh, you still have Devontae Smith on the other side. Uh, you've got Swift in the backfield with Gainwell. Swift, to me, is their primary back. But then you look at Kansas City, and you do have Kelsey. Um and then it's a cast of characters from there. McKinnon, a good third down back. Pacheco, I think, is the key. I think if Pacheco gets a uh, a good game going against Philly, who's been known for years to struggle with the run a little bit, if Pacheco can run the football, I think that's a key for Kansas City. I think everything else can work off of that uh, for this particular game. And Andy Reid against the bye, or against a bye whenever, um, his record is unbelievable. It's like 80%, I think, maybe even higher as far as winning. So Chiefs, I think, will beat the Eagles in a close game. Uh, and there you have it. A lot of differences for me and Bill this week in a very close situation. Injuries-wise, we talked about Goddard out for Philadelphia. Stafford is to start for the Rams. He's back. Watson's out on IR for uh, um, um, Cleveland for the rest of the season. Uh, let's see. Kyler Murray, of course, back and had the big win last week uh, against Atlanta. Uh, Zach Pascal is out for Arizona, though, so he's got one less target. Uh, but it's not permanent. I think it's just for the week. Um, Justin Fields starting a quarterback for the Bears. Um, and Khalil Herbert. Their top running back is active for the first time in weeks for the Bears. And Carolina, uh, Hayden Hurst, their tight end, is out. Um, and, of course, this past week, Baltimore and Cincinnati in the game already played. Um, Mark Andrews is out probably for the season, they said, with an ankle injury. And um, Cincinnati, of course, lost their starting quarterback, Joe Burrow, all-world quarterback. Um, probably for the rest of the season. It, for the rest of the season, he's going to have to have surgery on his wrist so with a torn ligament and a strong wrist. So there you have it. Uh, Bill and I have some differences this week. One of us can gain ground and the other one could uh, lose a little bit. And we're neck and neck in picking games and uh, against the spread. So hang in there. It's an interesting week for both of us. Enjoy the games, everybody. For my pal Billy Smith and for Dennison Graldi over at Violent Realty uh, with his girl Friday, Helen, and the rest of the crew, my name's John Harris. And for Billy Smith and all of us here at Public John Media, enjoy the games, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next week from the cheap seats.